Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Shore Store. I'm your host, Justine. And listen, I am still very disappointed in the cancellation of Jersey Shore 2.0. I'm still disappointed that there's no news about Floribama Shore coming back. And to be honest, I don't know, I've been saying this for a while that I think it's just completely canned. They're just going to cancel it. And I don't even think they'll make an official announcement because... Sometimes MTV are assholes like that. They like to pretend that certain shows never existed. That's kind of what we're seeing now. And I have a theory as to why they're doing that, which I will get into, of course. But yeah, I'm just so over Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to talk about it. I'm just over it. I need something new. I need a breath of fresh. And I was really hoping that Buckhead Shore was going to be that for me and for this podcast. And it just wasn't. I gave up watching after the third episode, maybe the fourth. I think I covered the first three on this podcast. But maybe I'll go back and I'll watch it. I have all the episodes recording on my DVR. So I really want you guys to reach out to me. And let me know if you think that that's something you would like for me to do, whether it be on the main feed or just once a week over on the Patreon. I'm not 100% against it. I just am very disappointed in the setup of it and that they're trying to use the shore name for it because for me, it just doesn't fit anything. I wish that they filmed it more Siesta Key style, if you will, but that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. My current favorite show in the Shore universe, if you will, is All-Star Shore. All-Star Shore is giving everything that I've wanted all of these shows to give for a very long time now, and I'm so obsessed with it. I'm recapping it weekly over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash shorejustine. These characters on the show are fucking insane fucking insane as one might say makes me definitely want to go back and watch Jordy. it makes me want to watch some of these other shows that I've never heard of or watched before these people are fantastic and yeah it's absolutely incredible I rave about it more and more every single week it's on and if you're not watching it and you're looking for something new and refreshing and Basically, just all of the reasons why we love this show, love to hate this show, I guess, if you will, from the beginning. Um, All-Star Shore is definitely all of those things, and I would highly recommend watching it. It's worth getting Paramount Plus for a thousand percent. Definitely no regrets there. So check out All-Star Shore. Check out my recaps over on the Patreon Also on the Patreon, I'm currently covering um, this current season of Teen Mom Young and Pregnant, as well as doing some occasional just Teen Mom 2 throwback stuff, just because it's so much fun to talk about. I know I don't do a Teen Mom podcast. This is never intended to be a Teen Mom podcast, of course, but um, it's just one of my all-time faves still, and I just love talking about it, and it just... It's just a fun extra tier over on the Patreon, and I have lots of people that sign up just to listen to uh, those Teen Mom recaps, so head over there and do that. Um, Some other 
podcast stuff that I'm doing right now, some other shows that I'm covering. Of course, as always, Friends of the Countess, if you're not already subscribed, go over there. David and I recap old episodes of Real Housewives of New York City, and we just talk about random other fun shows that we're watching over there. Usually, I give my weekly um, Where Am I in Vanderpump Rules world right now. Which, by the way, I've already much past the Vanderpump Rules, the good era of it, the peak of Vanderpump Rules, if you will. I'm currently on season nine, which is like the first season past COVID. And it's just, man, when one person gets pregnant on an ensemble cast like that, it ruins the show, let alone when literally fucking everybody on the show gets pregnant. These bitches literally had a Vanderpump Rules pregnancy packed on their show. It's wild to watch. And I feel like I'm just going to quickly binge the rest of the season just so I can watch it before the new season comes out because I'm excited to watch um, Katie and Tom Schwartz get divorced. I can't stand them, especially Katie. I think she's a complete and total nightmare of a person and I'm excited to watch the downfall of their marriage on TV because that's just the garbage person that I am. So yeah, I usually give my Vanderpump Rules rundown over on Friends of the Countess as well as all things Roni and we just have a lot of fun time. Uh, I have a really good time just doing my Countess Luann impression if I'm being honest with you. Some other stuff I've done this week, I just recorded an episode on the Surreality podcast with Erica and Julie joined us as well and we did an episode of my Big Fat Gypsy wedding over there. I have no idea when she's planning on releasing that but you should go over, subscribe to Surreality podcast and um, listen to that episode because that was just so much fun. And then Julie and I actually just recorded an episode for Resting Bitch Face about the Netflix documentary, The Most Hated Man on the Internet. It's about Hunter Moore and the website is Anybody Up and like the rise and fall of all of that. And I don't know, I guess the only thing that I'll say about that right now is butthole girl. That's all you really need to know. So check out all of that. I've been recording so much lately, have so much upcoming stuff to do. So prepare to be sick of me. Um, What's some other stuff that I'm watching that's like not podcast adjacent stuff? Um, Obviously, SummerSlam, WWE SummerSlam was Saturday night. And um, I mean, I doubt anybody that listens to this is a wrestling fan. But it was really good. Um, I don't know. I always go into the pay-per-views with like the highest expectations in the world. I have no idea why. But it was good. Definitely drank one too many beers on Saturday night and fell asleep a little bit before the main event, which pissed me off. But I woke up on Sunday morning and finished it. And all I have to say is Logan fucking Paul. I have such a crush on that guy. His body is out of this world and I love when somebody can come in and like respect professional wrestling in the way that he did and put on a hell of a match and I really think that he found his calling in professional wrestling and I think it's really it's really worth going and watching his match from Saturday night if you're into that sort of thing. He also had a match at WrestleMania that was incredible which like 
made me gawk over him for so long and now the SummerSlam thing is continuing it I guess what else am I watching of course the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the Real Housewives of Atlanta both currently airing I mean Atlanta's always going to be my favorite Housewives franchise like I think that Nene Leakes is probably up there with one of the greatest housewives of all time. Phaedra Parks, one of the greatest housewives of all time. My favorite housewife ever, Portia. Um, So I'm always going to just be biased towards Atlanta. But this season of Beverly Hills for me is dragging out. I'm excited just to get to the reunion and have it all be over and done with. But Atlanta, I'm so excited to see the Jamaica trip and just so much more with that. I stopped watching Dubai after a while. I don't know why, because I was liking it. I just didn't put it on one week. And then the next week, I just didn't put it on again. And I'm just kind of over Dubai. But for sure, I'll be watching the reunion and then... If the reunion's good, then maybe I'll go back and rewatch it, get back into it. So watching those shows, um, watching Animal Kingdom, I talk about this show all the time. It's a really phenomenal show and it's on its last season right now. And the season before this, I was like, I don't know. I thought the show had fallen off. I thought some of the storylines were too outrageous for my liking But this current season is just so fucking good, so mind-blowing, and I think there's only a couple more episodes left, and it's making me sad, but it'll just be, um, I guess, an excuse to get into another, you know, uh, scripted show, if you will. I don't really watch too much scripted TV these days, so... Obviously, I had already mentioned Vanderpump Rules. Honestly, I like Vanderpump Rules so much that I think that when I finish this really shitty season, I might just go back and start over from season one because it's so fucking funny and yeah. Speaking of babies ruining reality TV, I want to get a little bit into the Floribama stuff that I just mentioned and why I think that they will not bring the show back. Nilsa has been on social media a lot lately and of course she has shared her entire pregnancy journey, her marriage journey, all of that stuff. Nilsa is very much an open book, more so than the rest of the cast. She's had a YouTube channel since the beginning. She's always been the most active on social media. I would say Nilsa is the most public cast member and I would say Jeremiah is the most private cast member. But Nilsa has been very open and honest about struggling with postpartum depression. Guys, I always talk about like why I don't ever want kids and postpartum depression and the thought of getting that scares me so much that That's up there with one of the high, high, high reasons why I definitely will never have children. But Nilsa has been very open about it. And, um, you know, she says that people are constantly asking her, like, when are you going to have baby number two? And she said that she's too afraid to go through that again. And yeah, just absolutely horrible stuff. And I'm wondering if that has something to do why they're not bringing Floribama Shore back. I definitely can't see them fight. Well, first of all, legally, they can't fire Nilsa for having a baby. And I they're not going to replace her because she didn't do anything wrong. It's not like Courtney, where Courtney voluntarily left the house to work on herself. 
Nilsa has been very open about wanting to film and wanting to do the show again, but I'm wondering if Sally Ann and 495 Productions are thinking that her mental health isn't good enough to be on TV and like go through all of that right now. She posted a video on TikTok replying to some comments. She said that people were questioning her if her son Grayson had fetal alcohol syndrome and just the video really... I don't know. It kind of worried me for her a little bit. She seemed very, I don't want to use the word unhinged because that's definitely not a fair word to use in this scenario, but just doesn't realize that you are a reality star that became famous for getting absolutely shit faced on TV, just like Snooki. People said the worst things about Snooki and her pregnancy and her baby's gonna have fetal alcohol and all of this stuff Snooki never paid no mind to it because she knew that there were haters and then she knew that people are gonna say that about her because of the nature of the business that she's in Nilsa is taking this beyond serious to me in a way that's like it's just worrisome for me I understand that like the internet and everything is how Nilsa makes her money these days, but I really just think homegirl needs to like stay off the internet, not reply to troll videos and comments and stuff like that and just leave it alone because her son is absolutely fucking adorable and he does not look like he has fetal alcohol syndrome at all. It's just people chirping her and yeah, I just don't think... Her, I don't think anybody wants to see the mom thing on TV with the Floribama Shore crew because they were even bigger messes than the Jersey Shore crew was. That's not what we want to see. Of course, Candace has a baby now. Gus doesn't get along with them, which would make for a great show, but I don't think that any of them are willing to film with them. I really just at this point cannot see them bringing Floribama Shore back at all unfortunately I think it's done and um I wish it wasn't though you guys know how much I fucking love Floribama I just it I just really think it's done anyways that's my little conspiracy theory as to why and let's move on to some Jersey Shore news because we have some very interesting stuff um the first thing I guess I'll mention because it's really not that recent it this is old news but just me now, Justine a couple days ago had just learned of this, so I'm hoping it'll be brand new information to my listeners as well. When Snooki was 17 years old, she had a house party with a couple of her friends. She was selling alcohol illegally at this house party, and somebody who had purchased the alcohol underage drank in it had drove home and gone to a car accident and died and Snooki was charged. Uh, this is brand new information to me. I've never heard this before. Also, Snooki's mom, Helen, was apparently at the party drinking with them. So I have no idea why her mom isn't in prison or charged severely why Snooki wasn't her mom wasn't I don't exactly know the laws or the details of this but I was reading this article the other day and my mind is completely fucking blown it's definitely interesting to me that Snooki's mom was partying with her and her friends when they were in high school like it just makes me view her so differently and 
this just shows that Snooki has had troubles with alcohol and um, kind of a messed up relationship with alcohol since she was a kid. Relatable, but Jesus Christ, something that um, just some extreme news like I could probably do an entire episode about the shady pass of the cast of Jersey Shore. I'm still planning to do that Where Are They Now episode, by the way, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe we'll do a shady past or like maybe um, the criminal history of the Jersey Shore. There's a lot we could get into with that. However, speaking of criminal history and Jersey Shore, let's talk about Mike the Situation, who's having tax problems again. Is this surprising to anybody When I read this, I was very much like, are you fucking kidding me, Mike? You did eight months in prison. Did you not learn your lesson? But at the same time, the other half of me wasn't surprised at all. So for those of you who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Mike still owes $2.3 million in taxes to the IRS. He was sent a tax lien in April for taxes owed from 2010 to 2016. This doesn't include 2014 in there, excluding that year. Um, and this is following the thousands and thousands of dollars that he's already paid. In January 2020, he paid off over $300,000 in restitution after serving, of course, his eight months in prison from January to September 2019. What a shitty time to be in prison because he spent almost a whole year in prison and then as soon as he gets out, COVID happens and the pandemic happens, just like so shitty. But um, the original tax fraud charges stem from 2014 when he and his brother filed false tax returns on $8.9 million in income. So he still hasn't paid any of that off and owes $2.3 million fucking dollars. By the way, this is all allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Just wanted to throw that disclaimer in there. I mean, I think that him and Lauren's priorities are a little out of whack. Of course, in this week's episode of Jersey Shore Family Vacation, they even talk about it. Mike and Lauren have this massive fucking house that there's absolutely no need for them to have. Um, They're both super bougie people that like the best of the best type of stuff and this is why I always say that with couples there can't be more than one person who's bougie one person should be bougie into the expensive things and the other person should be a cheapskate opposites attract you have to balance each other out in this kind of case but um yeah I don't know I guess we'll see where we go from there I don't really know anything about the legal system at all as I've never claimed to. I'm not uh, a lawyer, you know. But it seems as though all Mike and Lauren have to do is pay this off. Like, I don't think he's going to go back to prison for that. Like, what happened to Caitlin and Tyler on Teen Mom and their tax stuff? Like, people just owe money and taxes and nothing ever happens to it. Unless you're Shakira. Did you guys see that Shakira's facing like nine years in prison or something for not paying taxes in Spain? Jesus Christ, these celebrities, you think that if you're at that level of fame, you would have somebody like professional 
working on your taxes and making sure that shit like this doesn't happen to you. So I don't know. I, I, I would just assume that everything that Mike went through with his brother, that he'd be hiring like the best tax accountant person in New Jersey. I don't know. Good luck to Mike. Good luck to Lauren. And also congratulations to the two of them as well, because yesterday they announced that they are expecting baby number two. I was not seeing this for them. I thought that they would be one and done, one baby and that's it. So good for them. Congratulations. Maybe they'll have a girl. One of my awesome listeners actually DM'd me after I posted um, on Shore Store Instagram about Mike and Lauren's announcement. And they said, I swear to God, they better not have a girl and name her Juliet, which is totally something that I could see them doing. So pff, let's hope not. Anyways, congrats to them. And let's see... I don't know how many babies I could see in the Jersey Shore universe anymore. I'm wondering if JWoww and Zach are going to have a baby. That's kind of who I was more expecting to see be pregnant over Mike and Lauren again, if I'm being honest. I can't see Polly wanting another kid, so I'm going to say Polly and Nikki don't have any. Vinny never has a kid because Vinny's never going to settle down. I think Snooky's done. Maybe I could see Dina having one more. I could see Dina maybe wanting to like try for a girl or something like that. But definitely JWoww and Zach. I'm actually surprised that that hasn't happened yet. But maybe Zach still thinks that he's going to make it to the WWE somehow. Who knows? Anyways, guys, let's get into this week's episode of Jersey Shore Family Vacation where da 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 surprise shocker. Nothing happened. Actually, a little something happened, I guess. Season 5, episode 18, Messy Mike. So we finish our El Paso trip, finally. Extremely lackluster. Nothing happened. They needed Angelina on this trip. And I never thought that I would say this, but I think that Jersey Shore Family Vacation needs the spouses at this point. This was the first trip in a long time that they had done with just the roommates, but they're so fucking boring on their own. They definitely need some backup in this case. They get home. Dean and Snooki have lunch with Angelina again, and they're playing the middleman. They're internet bullies. They're talking all this shit on Twitter about how... Angelina's an idiot for leaking the wedding speech and both of them won't even say anything to her face. They're both like in their talking heads like, oh yeah, we know that Angelina was the one that leaked the wedding speech, but it's just not worth it to fight anymore. But then to Angelina's face, they're being like, girl, I am so sorry for going on Twitter. I should have just came to you. I know I promised I would never post anything on the internet again. Angelina is super manipulative in the way where she can just get somebody to apologize to her and like switch it all around like she's always the victim and I guess she kind of is the victim here because these people are supposed to be her quote-unquote friends even though in the all-star short house she literally referred to them as the Jersey Shore people. They're supposed to be her friends. They're supposed to have her back. 
They're going behind her back and talking to her ex-husband. Well, at least Mike is, which makes me laugh because now that this tax stuff came out, it's like, oh yeah, okay, now I understand why Mike's stirring the pot a little bit for reality TV. He needs to keep the show on the air. He's uh, He's got to pay off these taxes. He's got another baby on the way. He's got to keep up his lifestyle in that house. How is he going to do it? Gotta make the show worth watching. So basically, Angelina's over everything. She's still mad at Wow. She thinks that Wow and Zach are, like, against her, which they are because we saw Zach text Chris and say, like, how's Mexico or whatever when he knew that Angelina wasn't in Mexico. And I'm with Angelina. She has been nothing but a victim of Zach since he came into the picture. Of course, the infamous Las Vegas trip. Zach's just sketchy as fuck to me and I totally understand they're trying to do this whole like redeeming story with him showing how good he is with Wow's kids which we get to in this episode as well. I just still think there's something sketchy about him. There's no fucking way in hell that anybody can convince me that he's under the age of 43 years old. But yeah, I guess that's Zach for you and they're showing in this episode how great of a fiance he is to Jenny we see her event for Grayson her son for those of you who don't know Wow's son he's her youngest child he has autism and I know that nowadays there's certain words that you're supposed to use I don't think you're supposed to say somebody's autistic I think you're supposed to say they're on the spectrum she's she says autism and autistic in this episode I believe Don't quote me on that. I have to go back. So I'm just going to say right now, if I use the wrong or like the politically incorrect terms for it, don't come after me. It's not that serious. You guys know I'm not trying to offend anybody. So for those of you who don't know, Wow's son Grayson was diagnosed autistic on the spectrum. She said that they were at an airport waiting for a delayed flight and I guess he was just like losing his shit and that was the moment when she knew like something wasn't exactly right with him she said everybody was staring at her like she was a bad mom when the show was off the air after Snooki and Wow got off the air before family vacation came on Wow had been very open about this sharing about it on her YouTube channel and all that stuff I'm sure you guys can go back and watch those videos if you're interested um And in this episode of Family Vacation, she has some sort of event for him. I forget what the charity's name is. I didn't write it down. I didn't even take notes. Actually, this is all just going off my memory of watching the episode. But she's doing this event and it's to bring more awareness and put sensory rooms in places like airports and stuff like that. I think that's Jenny's goal to work with the autistic community if you will and do these things I know that she got a sensory room put into the Barclays Center in Brooklyn which is pretty cool and yeah Wow is just showing um, you know that life can be better with your child who has this and just bringing awareness to it I suppose I'm really hoping that this organization that she's working with is tending to people who are on lower income levels as well Because I'm not hating on Jenny, I actually think this is incredible what she's doing for these children, and um, 
She's doing good work with the platform that she has, and I'm not going to take that away from her. But at the same time, Jenny is rich as fuck. She has all the money and time and resources in the world to burn them to the fucking ground. Sorry, that was a Kardashian quote, and I caught myself saying it, so I just had to finish it. Um, Jenny has all the money and resources and all of that stuff in the world to make sure that her son lives the most comfortable life possible. She has had her house renovated and done certain rooms and stuff like that in the house, and yeah, just Jenny has all the resources, and the average mom doesn't and I just want people to remember that. In the episode, JWoww says the organization is a place where other moms can go for help and resources. So as I said, I just really hope it's some sort of like nonprofit organization or not something that's for rich people only because I think that people with a lot of money like JWoww sometimes they live in a different reality than the rest of us do. Um, and yeah, speaking of Wow, I feel like Mike and Lauren try to like keep up with this standard of like, they want to live in this huge mansion and, you know, this like insane bougie house that's not needed. And I think that they're forgetting that a Wow was a lot better with her money in the original series than Mike was. Mike bought a shit ton of expensive ass cars. Remember in that one episode of Jersey Shore Family Vacation where he literally lists off every single car that he owned back in the day? I don't think Jenny ever did crazy shit like that with her money. I think she was very smart with it. And also, Jenny has had a nonstop income coming in, even when the show was off the air, because she was doing her YouTube videos with Snooki, her Moms with Attitude videos, also her wildly successful tanning lotion with Australian Gold. So I think that Mike and Lauren are maybe forgetting that a little bit, just to go back. But yeah, the event was really the big thing that happened in the episode. Of course, I'm fucking holding back tears the entire time because I cry over everything. And Roger was not shown at the event. I'm wondering if he was even there. It's kind of like a known thing in the Jersey Shore fandom that Roger didn't take Grayson's diagnosis very well. He very much didn't believe it, wanted to fight against it. And that was one of the downfalls of Jenny and his marriage. So I'm wondering if he's like still to this day not very supportive of it. Um, or if he's not allowed to film with the show. I saw a few people on Reddit maybe suggesting that Jenny and her divorce got something written up. Like Roger will not be allowed to make money off of me or the show anymore. Which would be interesting if that were the case. But I could also see Roger not even wanting to be on the show anymore because, let's face it, Roger is probably, yeah, he's probably the most hated person within the Jersey Shore fandom. People fucking hate Gianni just as much as they hate Roger, which isn't, I'm not going to say it's not acceptable because that's not the right word. It's not warranted, I guess, maybe is the word in the way that Rogers is. I have no idea what I'm trying to say. I'm so fucking loopy right now, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if Roger, even if he had the opportunity to film, if he just wouldn't because he knows that people fucking hate him. 
And people especially really hate him now because he has this podcast called Champ and the Tramp with his friend who's an MMA fighter who I've discussed before in my Snooki and JWoww episodes on Patreon. And I guess Roger was like, fending for some guy to get out of prison who killed somebody in like a DUI accident or something. I don't know the extent of it, but I am going to get into that a little bit more on the where they where are they now episode. I actually have a list of everybody that I want to talk about and obviously Rogers in there, Tom's in there as well. Um, so I'm very excited to do that. I'm not going to release it until it's like a hundred percent done though. So my plan is to work on that a little bit more this week and yeah, we'll just see how long it takes, but I'm going to really plan on digging up some dirt. So yeah, this episode was just kind of a really quick throw together episode. Like I said, I didn't really take notes or anything. I just just decided to talk out of my ass for this last little bit but um yeah I'm doing my full episode recaps over on Patreon for All-Star Shore like I said as well as Teen Mom and I have so much back content so you guys should go to Patreon because that's where all the fun happens and the link will of course be in the description to the episode of course if you cannot join the Patreon or if you have no interest in joining the Patreon Another great way you can support me and this podcast is by leaving me a nice five-star rating and review and telling all your friends about it, following me on Instagram, tweeting about it. Guys, all of that fun stuff. I appreciate and love it so much. I also love hearing from you guys so much, so feel free to reach out to me. I have an email, shorestorepodcast at outlook.com. You can find me there or just like DM me on IG or something. Any TV show suggestions, podcast suggestions, anything you want. I love hearing from you guys. Next week, I promise I'll be back with the fun stuff. I'm going to go back to a throwback episode next week. I'm going to start getting guests on. I'm going to like try to book guests for all of September, I think, or Jesus, what month is it now? It's August. That's another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon because it's the first of the month. And yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to book some guests and we're going to do some fun throwback episodes because this new stuff is very stale. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much and I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Bye.